Hello and welcome to the Flight of the Champions podcast. This is the show where listeners come to learn all about the art of one-locked racing. My name is Jeff Armand and I am your host. Hello once again from Victoria Falls. Today we're recording another episode of Flight of the Champions. My name is Jeff Armand and today we will be talking about what makes a good one-locked race pigeon. I think as an intro, one must bear in mind that regardless of what the perception is, the reality is that super pigeons, the real super pigeons, are very far and few between. Uh, we talk about maybe one in a hundred in a good loft. And in that loft you might find a fair number of good pigeons, but super pigeons are very far and few between. And in uh, some lofts they may fly a lifetime without actually having a super pigeon. In a one loft race like ours, if it's a challenging loft, it's really the super pigeons that come to the fore. The majority of pigeons are average, and uh, it could be 90% or more. And there's some, of course, poor pigeons, and those quickly fall by the wayside. But to find that super pigeon is not always easy. And in some lofts, people get what they call a click pair, and that click pair is a unique combination of certain genes that brings out that really super pigeon. And if you're lucky enough to have a click pair, the best advice that one can give is to actually keep them together. Because you can try different matings, even re relatives, and although you're increasing the, the gene pool, you may never find this, uh, another pair that produces the same. When you're looking for those super pigeons, it's much easily attained by looking at the, the birds that are tested in the environment in which you want to race. And that's what difficult one loft race will show. In a Victoria Falls race, you've got a lot of good pigeons that don't make the grade. I think on a lot of occasions they're unlucky. And also you may have some supers that don't make the grade because they're unlucky. But what's for sure, it's my belief that those, there's no bad pigeons that can come through the, the ropes and, and actually get to the finish line. It's only the, the really good pigeons and the supers that make the grade. So when one's looking for a pigeons that are suitable for a one-loft race, it could take you a lifetime of breeding to try and, and, and look for different genetics and buy from different uh, breeders and, and you're playing around. It could take years and years. You know, to shortcut it, you need to look at the birds that perform in the environment that you want to race in, whether it's at club level, national level, or one-loft race level. Find the pigeons that excel in that environment. So, what makes a good one-loft race pigeon? It's the ones that are successful in that environment. And for a one-loft, it's different to pigeons that would excel in a lot of the, the unions and other places where um, one can motivate pigeons and one can can all do all the tricks of the trade to get the bird to excel. The one loft is different. You've got to have a pigeon with the right temperament that can settle in properly, a bird that can be moved around. Um, we try not to move them to, uh, from section to section, but they naturally will migrate around the loft. Some pigeons don't like that. They won't settle. You get some pigeons that do exceptionally well in wood systems and natural breeding systems. But in a one loft, you're trying to fly, or you can only fly, to the perch. 
So you need birds with the right temperament that do that. Now, how do you find them? Well, it's found for you. If you buy prudently, you can select birds, and sometimes at very low prices. And remembering the, the fact that there's only very few pigeons that can excel and come to the fore. You could have a whole heap of pigeons that you buy from a breeder, rounds of babies of very, from very good stock birds, but they still have to be tested. And you may end up with none of them or, or a couple of them that are any good. Now, if you go to one loft and they've done the entire season and they're left there and they've, they're still around, they, they must be the right material. So that's one thing to do. Apart from the temperament, you've got the type of bird that does well in, in the one loft race would be a, a bird that would fly not the natural system per se, which is where you, you, you fly into babies and eggs and stuff, but to the perch. You need birds that will, will race to the perch. So if you're looking for birds that can do that, if you don't buy them from a one loft, rather buy them from someone who, who doesn't use extra motivation. And quite often you see birds that, that come from the real top fanciers. They, they excel in their environment and excel in, in national and provincial racing. But they've got all the tricks of the trade and they can get a lot out of that pigeon, uh, which may not be applicable uh, in a one-lot race. So what actually uh, motivates the pigeon uh, in a one-loft race, and I, I think this is universal, is the, the love of the loft. So we try and stimulate birds to enjoy what the environment is. They have a regular bath. They, we have box perches rather than fee perches, so they, they can call something their home. And and then the trainer and the loft staff, you know, they, they're gentle with the birds, they're tame, and so on. As some people think it's it's not a good idea to, to get too personal with the pigeons, but what else can motivate them? You know, we, we've got to have a situation where the birds have something to, to fly for. You'll find that birds that go astray and don't come back very often end up in a rural village where there's poultry and there's chickens around or other pigeons, and they settle very quickly there because it's a nice environment. They've got all their nooks and crannies and they can find a mate and so on. In one loft, it doesn't happen. So you try and make it better for them. But you must have the right pigeon for that. Now, what is the right pigeon? Well, the right pigeon is selected for you by, by the ones that are there at the end. The ones that cross the finish line are the pigeons that are the right pigeons. When you look at the confirmation of the pigeons, you know, very often people look up, pick up a bird and say, well, this will do well because it's got this particular attributes or its muscles are so and so that yes that there's a lot in that but it's uh it means nothing if the pigeon doesn't have the right homing instinct or the the will to win the selection is done for you the confirmation i think plays a very big part as the distance increases and the hours on the wing increase of course the physical attributes are the ones that play a big role assuming now you have a pigeon that can fly straight knows where to go it's got to have the stamina it's got to have the as i say the physical attributes that will keep it going a pigeon that doesn't have those physical attributes can do extremely well in the short races but it's not going to be there it won't be in the front when it comes to the longer harder races because it's not physically strong enough to do that and it will have to stop and rest what type of pigeon is most suited i i'm very often asked that question apart from what i've already said the general type of pigeon is i believe is 
a long-distance pigeon that has the stamina and has the necessary brains, I'd call it, to, to actually do the journey. But what we found, in fact, that the long-distance pigeons that have got that do well when they crossed with other pigeons that are a medium distance, say 600 kilometer type pigeons that have done very well. Because a lot of those birds that have done well at a shorter race are are clever pigeons. They're able to break out of the pack and head home rather than stick with the drag. So that's that's the type of bird I would say is is the right pigeon. And how do you get them? Well, you've got to look for birds that from a person who has pigeons that do that. Um, as I said earlier, it, it could take a lifetime for you to try and reinvent the wheel. You've got them already. And yeah, if you go to a top breeder, you're going to pay a, a lot of money for, for pigeons. But you can find those similar sort of birds or ones that are tested. They must be tested pigeons if you really want to shortcut the circuit. And go to one loft that and find birds that have, have flown. And they don't necessarily have to be winners. They need to be at the end because they have got the a lot of the attributes that one would need um, for that pigeon to be successful. Now, people write off a lot of the tail enders because they haven't won. But I mean... You don't know what they've been through to get there. They may have had huge challenges, which others didn't have. So you've got to look at that. But, I mean, the, the first thing is if they're still there, then they've got to be with something. There are certain families of pigeons that seem to do well, or they do do better in one-loft races because maybe they've got the right temperament. They're similar type. If you're looking for pigeons to blend in with you, with yours, try and select pigeons that are similar in, in confirmation and type and perhaps background. You know, don't want to be taking pigeons that are completely different lines, I don't think. Could be okay, but it depends on the type of bird you, you're looking at. It's You don't want a really big, uh, heavy pigeon and cross it with a little a pigeon that's, that's a good pigeon. And they're both good, but what are you going to get in between? You know, and, and the other thing is to, uh, the type of pigeon that we've found anyway is the small to medium sized pigeons not the big pigeons the big pigeons they can't keep going they're too heavy they're not buoyant you need light pigeons not thin pigeons you want pigeons that are buoyant light and they, they it takes a lot less effort for those pigeons to fly than a big heavy pigeon that's got a big body i don't think they they do well and in fact we don't find them when we have pigeons that come in we grade them to start with and we i can tell you Right at the beginning, which pigeons I believe won't last. And most of the time, it's, it's true. To get some vigor, you need pigeons that are, have got a lot of vitality and vigor. And that doesn't come from inbred pigeons. Now, inbred pigeons will give you a certain families that you could could keep because you're looking for that the genes that make it up. But it's best to actually cross the birds. But cross them with the right kind of bird, the bird that's come of similar background, has the right kind of confirmation, and that will give you some hybrid vigor. That hybrid vigor is what's most successful because you need the vitality. If the vitality goes right through its resistance to dis disease and its, its ability to recover, and all of that comes in that vitality. And, you know, you get a lot of uh, disease challenges in, in a one-lot race particularly, but you find that the supers don't don't normally get sick. They they've got that vitality to withstand that. A pigeon that's always getting sick and is is not doing well and so on. Those birds don't have the vitality and they're really not the right birds to breed from. 
in our case, they get lost anyway. They don't get to the end, so you wouldn't have an opportunity to buy those. So um, those are the points that I would say with regards to that. Now, we've also got certain sensors that pigeons use in order to, to home. And in, in our next episode, we'll be talking about what we've learned from the tracking birds and information that we have from trackers and how valuable that can be for individuals. And uh, I hope that you will join us. Please visit our website at www.victoriafallswcpr.com to learn more about how to enter the Victoria Falls World Talent Pigeon Race. And remember to follow our social channels to stay up to date on this exciting world-class event. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Victoria Falls WCPR. Thank you for listening and bye for now.